0: Tech Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English, with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 606 for the 19th of August, 2018. This week, if one of your Facebook friends says that you just sent a friend request, you'll probably think your Facebook credentials have been compromised, and that somebody has taken over your account. That's probably not the case. and Fixing the problem is easy. In short circuits, the latest phone from Samsung has some amazing features and an equally amazing price. Even if you don't use on one photo raw, the company's helpful videos will show you how to get better images into your camera. In spare parts, only on the website, blockchain is disrupting how business is conducted and it's also having a disrupting effect on the accounting and finance functions. And the US legal system already says that corporations are people. So maybe you're wondering what legal challenges devices that use artificial intelligence will bring to the law. Maybe you've received a friend request from somebody who's already a friend on Facebook, or somebody who's your friend asks why you sent them a new friend request. The immediate assumption is that an account has been hacked. Well, that's not what happened. It isn't possible to send a friend request to somebody who is already your friend on Facebook. So, if you receive a friend request from somebody who is already your friend, the inescapable logic suggests that, well, something is wrong. Well, that much is certainly true. But you have not been hacked. Your password is safe. Your account is safe. Someone has simply created a new account using your name. While I was preparing this segment, I searched for my own name. I found my account, of course, and I found two other legitimate Bill Blinds, and I found three fake accounts, I reported them. Before I explain how you can report a fake account that's trying to impersonate someone, let me take a quick step back and address the issue of hack or crack. The difference between hacked and cracked really hasn't been observed since sometime in the 1990s, or maybe the 1980s, so I should probably stop fighting what is a lost battle. However, the term hacker should refer to a good actor who simply likes to examine code and solve puzzles. Cracker, on the other hand, refers to a malevolent person who causes trouble, but I've generally given up on the distinction. So back to taking a look at how you can report a fake account. It's easy to report someone who is trying to fake your account or fake somebody else's account. Fewer steps are involved in reporting an account that's impersonating you, though. But what's the point of these fake friend requests? When someone is your friend, that person will have access to personal information that you restrict to friends. Obtaining your contact information makes it easier to spam you, but crooks can also obtain information to use in a phishing attack. Most phony friend requests are easy to spot. Some aren't, though. The first point to consider when you receive a friend request is whether the request is from someone who is already your friend. If so, it is fake, because someone who's already your friend, as I said, can't send you a new friend request. If the person isn't already a friend, do you recognize the name? If Cousin Fred in Wyoming asks to be your friend, that's one thing. But what if you don't recognize the name at all? In that case, visit their Facebook profile and see if you have any friends in common. Examine the page to learn what you can about the person before deciding whether to accept or reject the invitation. If the Facebook timeline shows the person joined Facebook just a few days ago, that's definitely a red flag new users do sign up occasionally but most legitimate users have a timeline history that covers at least several years and while you're on the user's timeline look for photos comments and links the kind of activity you would expect from a real user fake profiles are usually created quickly and scammers assume that their intended victims won't visit the page before accepting the friend request Next is the friend request from Barack Obama or Donald Trump, maybe Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates. If so, you can be reasonably certain that it is a phony. And what about a request from a highly attractive person of the opposite sex? The more provocative the pose in the profile picture, the less likely the request is from a real person. This, by the way, is called catfishing. Catfishing accounts are usually a little harder to unmask because the person who created them will have spent more time. So examine the profile's list of friends. Most people have a mix of male and female friends. If this person's friends are almost exclusively male or almost exclusively female, it's more likely that the profile is a phony. Once you've identified a phony profile, here's what you can do about it. Report it. The example you'll see on the TechBiter Worldwide website presumes that you have identified someone who is posing as somebody who is already your friend. So, once you have located the fake account, open it. Then click the ellipsis dots and choose Give Feedback. Click Pretending to be someone, and a little bit lower down, click a friend. Then click Send. You'll then be asked to select the account that's being impersonated. Do that, and click Next. On the final screen, click Send. That's all there is to it. Facebook will investigate and delete the phony account. There's more to watch out for, though. There's no shortage of like and share posts. The problem with most of these is that they're fake. One of the more recent ones claims that Facebook limits your newsfeed to 26, or some other small number, of people. Here's what the phony post says, and please don't follow these instructions. The instructions say it works i have a whole new news feed i am seeing posts from people i haven't seen in years here's how to bypass the system facebook now has in place that limits posts on your newsfeed their new algorithm chooses the same few people, about 25, who will read your posts. Therefore, I ask you all a favor so I can see your news feed and you can see mine. Hold your finger down anywhere on this post and copy will pop up. Click copy, then go to your page, start a new post, and put your finger anywhere in the blank field. Paste will pop up and click paste. This will bypass the system. Well, really facebook did make some changes earlier this year but not to eliminate personal content that you want to see facebook has denied the friend limit snopes has debunked it and still people follow the instructions it's not true it's a phony so what's the point well the creeps who start these phony posts want them to go viral and the point of that is that the creeps can then monetize the account they created to send the phony messages. The best thing to do when you see one of these? Just ignore it. Even posting a snarky comment about the fake posts adds to the fake posts activity. If a friend posts one of these phony messages, the right thing to do is to contact that person directly and explain why forwarding the message helps only the crooks who posted it originally. short circuits, if you're interested in paying more than $1,300 for a phone, Samsung has the Galaxy Note 9 for you. Selling price $1,250, but of course there's tax on top of that, so it'll be over $1,300. The phones are available now for pre-order, and Samsung is obviously eyeing business users. The phones will be available in blue and lavender. The blue ones come with a yellow pen, the Lavender model has a Lavender Pen. The S Pen will have Bluetooth connectivity, so it can be used for more than just writing on the screen. There are two models, 128GB and 512GB. The smaller one, or maybe less huge would be a better description, comes with 6GB of RAM, the larger one with 8 gigabytes. Either will accept a 512 gigabyte SD card. The phones have a 4000 milliamp-hour battery and Samsung says the phones can easily run 24 hours of heavy use. Samsung introduced the concept of a dual camera with the Galaxy Note 8 and the Galaxy Note 9 adds what Samsung calls a scene optimizer that determines what kind of scene is being photographed and matches settings to 20 defined scene types. It will also recognize a problem if the subject blinks and warns about a dirty lens or camera shake. Security is improved too with Knox 3.2 that separates personal data from business data. Corporate IT managers are going to like that feature. The 128 gigabyte version will be sold by Amazon, Best Buy, Costco, Sam's Club, Straight Talk Wireless, Target, and Walmart. The 512 gigabyte version, the premium version, will be available only from select retail locations AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, and U.S. Cellular. Both models will be sold online at Samsung.com. The creators of On One Photo Raw have created some online resources that can be helpful even if you don't use their software. The training videos illustrate their software when showing how to process images, but some of the videos on their blog address processes that occur before photos are being taken or during the shoot. One recent example describes tips and tricks to use to photograph waterfalls. Once you've captured some waterfall images, the tonality and other visual aspects can be modified using a photo editing application. But it's important to get a good image in the camera. Another recent video discusses the problems involved in taking photographs in a cluttered location or where the background is distracting. Photographer Tamara Lackey describes how to set up the shots for best results. Or what about photographing fast-moving objects? Pets, people, wildlife, and automobiles all can move quickly, so it's important to get the settings right in the camera. In a new episode of Tamara Lackey's How to Photograph Everything series, she takes photographs of dogs as they maneuver in an obstacle course. Lackey provides tips and techniques for getting the highest quality action photos in the camera. You'll find the sessions on the company's blog. There's a link to it from the TechBiter Worldwide website. And while you're there, check out Spare Parts, because that's the only place you'll find it. This week, blockchain is disrupting how business is conducted, and it's also a disrupting effect on accounting and finance functions. And the U.S. legal system already says that corporations are people, so maybe you're wondering what legal challenges devices that use artificial intelligence will bring to the law.